Valley. Happy Monday. Good morning this morning. Hey, happy Monday, Bramanda. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine, my brother. And how are you doing? I'm well, I'm well, thanks. Uh, did you make it to the Mazes Conference or to Valentine's lunch or dinner? <laughs> oh, no. I didn't <laughs> make it. <laughs> I didn't make it. Hey. Yeah. The stories that are coming out of that space. Yo. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> the world is yeah. in a different space indeed. It truly is, eh? Mm. So mm. we've got to be, yeah, we've got to be tuned on. You know, tuned and, 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 and switched on at the same time. I, I like that. Tuned yeah. in and switched on. Yes. Which actually lends itself to what we're talking about today. Self-awareness. Yes. Uh, self-awareness is very important because why? It, trans- it, it transitions you into what we call self-knowledge. And everyone is talking about self-knowledge, you know. Uh, we talk about self- know thyself. You know, if you know yourself, then you know what, things are going to start to happen for you. But unfortunately, we find ourselves ourselves knowing so much about things outside of ourselves. And in the process, we miss out on ourselves. And this is something that's very key. So when you talk about this thing of self-awareness that will help you to get to self-knowledge, this is the basis, you know, um, of our talk today. So I I like what Brian O'Driscoll said. Brian O'Driscoll said, knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit, but wisdom is knowing not to put it in a fruit salad. This is now the difference between knowledge and wisdom, which will touch to it. Uh, and then there, there are three things that I want us to be aware of when we're actually uh, on this journey from self-awareness to self-knowledge. Those three things are, number one, it is awareness. Number two, it's knowledge. And then number three, it's wisdom. So awareness knowledge and wisdom now let me start off with self-awareness or awareness when you talk about self-awareness i'm talking about the process of waking up the process of waking up to yourself and to your world not just to be in a sleepwalking mode which we call it somnambulism somnambulism is sleepwalking you know doing things while you are while you are asleep because when you just do things and following people and do whatever they're doing, it means you're not awake. You are sleeping. So I, when I talk about self-awareness, I'm talking about you opening your eyes and really seeing what's happening around you. Then interacting with your environment. And this is when you start asking questions about yourself and about your life. Why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I existing? Why was I born? Why do I believe in what I believe in? Why is this my truth? And understanding what is the meaning of my life? Because now when you start asking those questions, uh, we call them existential questions, you start now realizing that, wow, this is what is happening around me. And you cannot see what is happening around you and start becoming conscious of it if you are asleep. 
Hence, I'm talking about self-awareness. So self-awareness is not achieving your dreams, but it's about waking up and realizing that I am alive and I'm engaging in certain activities and certain things. Why do I engage in these certain things? Why do I do what I do? You know, what is the ultimate significance of my life? That's number one, which is self-awareness. And it's a pity that when you look around, many people miss that opportunity of waking up. They just live their whole lives in somnambulism, just sleepwalking, do what everybody does, thinking what everybody thinks, and, and consuming everything that you are taught even at school. But you never get to engage and ask yourself questions, why? So self-awareness, self-awareness, which is the very first step, is the one that helps you to wake up and start asking questions about what's happening around you. Start noticing what's happening. Then number two is self-knowledge. Now that you know you are awake, like you are aware of what's happening around you. So self-knowledge now is about the awareness of facts about you and about your world. Where you start to understand about what are your strengths, where you start to understand about your passion. Oh, I love this. Oh, I'm so, so strong at this. You know, your abilities. Oh, I'm so I'm so good. I mean, people have been commending, I mean, they're complimenting me on this. You know, I'm so good at this. And weaknesses, these are the things that you're not so good at. You know, things that either you can improve on them, but you cannot reach the top, you know, but you can just, you know, work around them. So you start to understand yourself better. Then you cannot just go and maybe say, I'm going to go to, um, uh, to uh, what is it, this music, Idols. Because you know that, hey, I don't have a voice for that. Yeah. You know, so you stop wasting time on certain things. But that, that happens on self-knowledge or, 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 or knowledge, like self-knowledge level or stage. When you start to realize that, hey, man, I've been doing this, but actually I'm not so good at this. Why do I waste my time doing this? You start questioning your beliefs. I mean, like looking at things around you. So this is the state where I call you are expiring your truth. Because we're being led by our thoughts and our beliefs. And our beliefs, they become what we call our truth. Oh, me, I'm just like this. You know, when you talk to someone and say, but why didn't you do this? Why do you think that? No, me, this is my belief. Oh, mm. this, is, this, is, this is my religion. You know, in our church, this is how we do things. Oh, in our culture, this is how we do things. But hey, what is the way of doing things? Because this culture and surely this religion was started off by a person who had a similar or who had certain thoughts about something, who wanted to achieve something. But what do you want? You know, so there are many people who are trapped in these kind of thoughts and in their truths that are no longer uh, sort of like serving them. Hence I'm saying when we're expiring your truth is when you start saying, hey, this doesn't serve me. And it's only then then you start moving forward in life and achieve your dreams because there are many things that you believe in that are your beliefs or that are your truths that are not serving you. They were the truths for someone for, for somebody else but not for you. So when you start gaining this self knowledge, you start realizing these things and you start working on yourself and looking at those things that are good for you. Which is the reason why for me on this second stage that I, I stopped and I retired mm. from my previous career as an engineer to become the speaker, the author, and, and the coach that I am today. Because I started to know myself better to say, hey, I'm not actually suited 
still very well in that environment or for that environment. This is where I will thrive. This is what I love. This is what I actually want to do. This is what I'm good at. And and without that, you will start, start you know, or you will keep on continuing doing things that are not suited for you. Mm-hmm. This is self-knowledge. When, when you talk about uh, self-awareness, uh, as as a form of waking up to your truth, as it were. Um, curiosity, can you have it in, in, in that equation? Curiosity, you know, curiosity comes from when you wake up, curiosity is your driver. But, you know, when, 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 we're, when we're being sort of like raised, you know, when we're basically taught, by our communities and, and this is how we this was part of our bringing whenever you came up with questions because that is in us this is our, our nature to ask questions and to ask this because that's how we learn better but we were told no man shut up sit down you're asking too many questions don't you know that curiosity killed the cat and so many people never want to ask questions ever because we're shut down growing up so curiosity is the main thing so curiosity is the part of you getting to understand what's going on, asking yourself questions. You, you don't just take or, or interject. It's just take and follow all everything that you are told and that you uh, just accept everything that you, are, you see in front of you or, and, and that you are told. So you've got to be curious about it. What does it mean? Mm. Why am I behaving like this? Why am I doing this? Why do people talk and do what they do? Why do people behave like this? So curiosity, as Pamanda, is something that's very important. This self-awareness, uh, Ravili, could you say also it is a form of new intelligence? Of new intelligence? Yes. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a new intelligence because when you talk about self-awareness, it's waking up. It's firstly being aware that you're awake. In terms of new intelligence, you know, we can put it in some of, you know, like intelligences, but... Just understanding that you are alive, life is happening, you are not sleeping. That, that that part of consciousness, we call that is actually mindfulness, where you are awake. You know, because you are not doing anything. You are just awake and observing and watching what is happening I mean, to you and around you. So this is where you start asking these questions about your life. That's, uh, that's self-awareness. And then we spoke about uh, self-knowledge. Then we go, go to the third one. Yes. Yes, we are saying something, Pramanta. No, quickly, uh, we got a WhatsApp message from Milan Pareci, friend of the show, the journalist, starting Kwasudu Natal. He says, good stuff on self-awareness. We must be curious animals. Take us into the unknown. Absolutely. Because we are wired to, to grow. If we do not grow, then there's a problem. We need to grow. We need to be asking questions. We need to be curious because once you have no curiosity, everything is just predictable. It's like you are just on autopilot for the rest of your life. Hey, that sounds a bit dangerous, eh? That autopilot that's state that's, of life. Yes, that's what it is. And, and because it becomes so comfortable, that's, why, that's what people call the comfort zone. You just want to be comfortable. And then now we are self-aware. It means we are awake. Number two, we are aware of ourselves in terms of we're studying ourselves to look at our strengths and our abilities and we're looking at all the things that are happening around us. What, what is our truth? What is our, our beliefs? And stuff like that. And then number three, which is wisdom. Now, wisdom is defined as the ability to use or apply 
the knowledge that you've acquired. Now, going back to the uh, the quote that I used earlier on, that knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit, but wisdom is knowing that you cannot put it in a fruit salad. So it means knowledge can only take you so far. There are many people who have information and they have knowledge. They will tell you about this and tell you about that, you know, uh, confidently. But when you look at the results, they are not bearing testimony to what they know. So which means that you know, but you are not having the ability to apply what you know. And you remain stuck wherever you are. And, and something as well that helped me along the journey was coming across the words that we are not just human beings having a spiritual experience, but we are, I mean, like spiritual beings having a human experience. So it means if you see yourself as a spirit, you are boundless, you are measureless. You cannot be catalogued. You cannot be contained. No one can tell you that I am this because you are always changing form and shape depending on the situation. So there are many people who become rigid because they start saying, oh, I am this. But whenever you, 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 you develop yourself and you learn more about yourself, you expire truth. You discover things that you, know, you, you didn't know about yourself. That tells you that we cannot be catalogued and be told that, oh, you are just an engineer, or you are an accountant, or you are a journalist. We are far more than that, but we contain ourselves in these bottles or these boxes that are called careers. You know, everyone is looking at that, oh, you know, I'm an accountant. If you were born to be an accountant, but why are you getting expired at the age of 60? Mm, mm. Because if you are that, you should be that for the rest of your life. But I mean, at the age of 60, people start sitting down and walking around the sun and then just doing and then, and just sitting there born to say, I'm retired. Why would you retire if you are doing what you were born to do? So well, it means you were just doing something for a living. You were not living life itself. Brotherly, leadership and self-awareness. Um, how big is that in becoming a successful leader who literally gets everybody to see their vision, uh, to see the vision of the institution they work for, and to also realize themselves as being part of that vision, not only the vision of the leader alone? Uh, leadership and self-awareness are actually siblings. Actually, you know, they, they, are, they are together. Leadership starts with self-awareness. Because you cannot lead if you're not self-aware. Unfortunately, we get the kind of leaders that we get who lack self-awareness. That's why there's so much ego in that space. Because people start leading by positions, not leading, you know, just to, to bring out the best in other, in other people. Self-awareness is about knowing your 